Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Can do whatever. Oh, we should be like this, where you can only see the, our shoulders, and we just say like it's social distancing. <laughs> We're not putting out the audio (laughs) or the video version. (laughs) But we could. In a sense, this solves that. Like us being able to do, uh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's like three feet, though. That's not six feet. Prove it. And now it's on video. Prove it. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to, like, measure No, no. He's going to take a measuring tape and put it across his screen. It's going to be like, that's three inches, man. Yeah, no. (laughs) And I'm going to draw that measuring tape in paint. (laughs) <laughs> on your screen? Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to paint your screen? In Microsoft, Microsoft Paint. <laughs> oh, that died down real quick, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I was switching. I started recording now on Pro Tools. So. Ah, sweet. Cool. I seem super loud over here. I'm not loud over there? No. No. I'm, I'm still a little bit afraid that we're going to talk All right, over cool. you a lot. All right. I don't want to turn this up too loud. I'm blowing out my Pro Tools over here. My levels are peaking. Blowing out your Pro Tools also sounds like the name of your porn. Then let's not focus on it. Let's not. Yeah. Let's focus on the fact that this first issue only costs 60 cents. Oh, for real? New Mutants 18, 60 cents. Oh, you meant when it came? Okay, never mind. Yeah, it came out in 1984. Yeah. That's just crazy, though. I was just thinking, like, because it's still... A first appearance of somebody right so it's weird that a first appearance of anything goes for 60 cents who's the first appearance of warlock no warlock was before this are you sure yep i read it was was the first appearance of warlock but he didn't matter it was uh i think it was like 17 or 16 was first appearance of warlock oh never mind so close then it's worth 50 cents how dare they upcharge (laughs) that's probably worth a full dollar now. in the end they they talk about how the next issue is going to be about Warlock. I thought you were going to say it doesn't even matter. I did too. <laughs> uh, uh, welcome to this issue of White Men. Oh my God. <laughs> welcome to this issue of Mex Men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be going over New Mutants Demon Bear. Yeah. Yeah. Or hopefully we'll release this sometime. If the movie ever comes out, this is when we plan to release this. Yeah, that was the plan, but then. The world went to crap, so here we go. Yeah, it's sort of the apocalypse, but not really, but kind of. I don't know. It's weird. Recording in separate locations for the first time, so yeah. yeah, Hopefully that works out. Hopefully you can't even tell. Yeah, (laughs) hopefully. But if you can, that's why it sounds weird. (laughs) And if you couldn't, well, we ruined the illusion right away. Yes. Yeah. So just go back and... uh, we're showing you the rabbit before we pull it out of the hat. <laughs> like we just turned the hat like sideways. Like, see the rabbit? Yeah, <laughs> here it is. Turns out there's a compartment in the hat. It's like a clear hat. Looks like those lock picking sets they sell, and it's like the lock is see through. Yeah, so you see all the things. Yeah, that's how you learn, right there. Yep. Yeah, and that's. What I I wonder if they have like. You can buy a clear hat to practice to be a magician. <laughs> you can see where the rabbits are. I I bought one of those sets for the lockpicking thing to be like, maybe it'd be like a, a neat skill to have. And then like 
He's like, no, it's not going to do it. So it was a waste. It's yeah. a waste of money. Like I got it and I was like, nah, never mind. I thought about doing that before too. Cause like who doesn't want to be able to pick locks, but I, but as I was about to order it, I was like, genuinely, when am I going to sit down and learn this? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, thought you were about to be like, thing. when I was at my neighbor's house trying to pick their lock, I decided it was not a good idea. <laughs> also, like, feeding into more of the stereotypes. Of, like, if somebody's <laughs> like, I needed a lock pick, I, like, <laughs> it looks bad if I'm like, I got gotcha. you. Right. <laughs> Let's call the Mexican guy we know. It's like in the movies, all of a sudden, you just, it's your backstory now, and you're like, yeah, I'm a master lock picker over here. Well, I mean, at a certain point, I did get pretty good at opening car doors that were locked. And hot wiring them? No, not that <laughs> Oh, okay. No. I just want to be able to, like, if somebody assumes I know how to pick a lock, I want it to be racist. I don't want to be like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> can it be both? <laughs> yeah, can I guess it, be both? it could be. Uh, so do oh, you I was get... not prepared for this. You pull out your lockpick set. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so do we want to get start getting into the first issue of this demon bear? Yeah. So yes. speaking of lockpicking, uh, this has nothing to do with that. <laughs> um, demon but bear speaking issue... of lock heating. Oh. oh. Yeah, he's not in this book either. But... <laughs> so I say we got... <laughs> he is. He's in this he? book. Yeah, Lockheed? He's hanging out with the magic. Agree to disagree. Okay. Agree <laughs> that you're wrong. Like, I, I, I agree with myself that you're wrong. <laughs> if it, I, do, how do, I don't know how me and Justin both don't remember it. Yeah. Well, I'm not I read, sitting on magic. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, she is. She is. She's on his shoulder. Yeah. I read a couple issues before, so I was getting those mixed up. But I'd like to say Claremont wrote this, which is kind of obvious, but Bill Sinkenowitz drew the art. Yeah. Which you know is, who did the cover? I couldn't find who did the cover. Uh, probably the same. Oh no, I don't know who that is. Someone better than Bill Sinkenowitz. No, I like you. Didn't like his art. His, I actually just told this to Tony before we were recording. I both like and hate his art. It's really confusing. That's why I had to bring him up because he's got a very unique style. Yeah, it's like he's trying and then he's not trying. What's really abstract, and apparently he did Inferno, which I didn't read. I don't know if you guys did, but uh, apparently his art is really good when he's drawing Limbo stuff. That makes sense. He does, um, like, there are a few pages where it's like he's being really creative with how he's paneling, but then it's like, just from my perspective as being an artist, there's so much of the page left over that he's just ignoring. And I understand that for, like, two reasons. One, it's easier for him to get through pages, but then also it's like he could have done more at the same time. Like, he could have filled up, like, um, just flash-forwarding, there's a point with Warlock that doesn't really matter um, and Warlock's dad. And there's a whole page where it transitions from the story of Warlock and his dad to Danny, in, uh, like in a danger room simulation. And there's so much white on the page. Like he did a bunch of uh, diagonal, like cool, skewed polygram panels, but he made them all small. So there was less to draw. And so the borders that would be like the regular panel borders are super big. And there's just like all this white space. It was kind of for a reason though, because they're in the snow. Only Danny is. And you could have just done that in a single panel at the bottom. Like I, that was another, that's another weird thing about his art is that he, some, a lot of times in a comic book, the arts transitioning page to page as the story transitions and he'll transition within the same page. 
he'll be right. like, this is the, you know, the subplot story. And then suddenly he's snapping you back to the main story. And I don't know. It just makes me have mixed feelings because sometimes it looks cool and other times it's a little jarring. And maybe that's the point. Actually, uh, I didn't notice that the first time I read it, but I do think that's pretty unique because you got the stuff with Warlock going on and then the background is Danny. Like, it's a transition in the page. Yeah. And yeah, I was incorrect. That, that is the first appearance, I believe, of Warlock. Yeah, I was thinking it was I'm the issue before. Here. Me being right. Yep. <laughs> oh, he draws a really good warlock too when he actually starts getting into it he's the one who made warlock all like stringy looking and stuff yeah well it seems like he just does that with weird demonic stuff in general so i found who did the cover of new mutants and i, I can't pronounce his name uh it's like bill siakowitz or something uh, so you're but, saying the artist yeah that's that is yeah, the, artist. Did the the cover okay, oh, okay so the guy who did the actual yeah, I, I, Inter- interior art. I guess all it said to me was that he was the cover artist, but uh, I I was so curious because it looks so much like Alex Maleev to me. But he drew the covers for Daredevil and like in early two thousands. I'm gonna so point out that this is pretty hilarious that you're searching for who did the cover art but didn't cross reference it with who the book artist is. <laughs> you just, just the you found the name and you're like this guy and it's like well, yeah that's the guy here i'll show you how it shows it, it oh shows i know what it looks cover like cover art by blank blank and then two sentences later it says who the artist oh is. yeah and his signature's I, a little weird yeah yeah and well and i it'd be very easy to assume that the artist of the cover was not the artist of the book because it's so different yeah it is but i think uh that's also skill and uh if you're being rushed that's the other yeah. thing like the interior art, you're, you're, you're on like a strict schedule with all that stuff. And you probably have more time to focus on the cover art because they want that to look nicer. So you just spend a couple hours more on what that's going to look like. So it just looks better. What's funny to me is the whole time I've been thinking they should have got the guy who did the covers to do the inside. Of the <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's the same guy. He just he probably just worked faster. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's easy he for does me a to good job. I can't draw. Yeah. So. Like his face is sometimes like in that image where you have magic and Lockheed. He did a really good job. And then other times, the faces, he just doesn't take as much time on them. Yeah. Yeah, like Devin and I were uh, talking earlier, and right at the beginning of the book, there is a um, they show Rachel Summers, and she looks like Jerome from Gotham. Yeah, I'm curious. I don't know. This is before Days of Future Past, isn't it? Or is this right after it? This has to be after it. Um, I'm going to have to look that up. Because I'm a little confused. Because he introduces cause... Rachel in Days of Future Past, right? Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. But this is supposed to be the future, and that doesn't happen. Or is this... I, I mean, it's all just the past, so... No, this is the future. Currently. <laughs> don't no, this don't is, do this again. This is, the, <laughs> this is the present currently, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. Because... All right, well, let's start. Let's get into it, because I don't want to... That's like the f- couple yeah, pages in. it is the wanna... first... Okay. So, uh, Demon Bear issue 18 of new mutants it opens with danny kind of being haunted by the bear she's under like a weird checkered blanket that's also a bear face that was actually pretty cool yeah yeah and then it goes right from that to rachel summers (laughs) and she's in an exploding uh xavier mansion and she runs up to xavier and this is why i know it's rachel because she brings up that she's using her uh her psychic powers 
to keep the debris from hitting her and it's still hitting her, but like less. And she's like, I'm doing what the professor and my mother taught me to do, you know? So it's, it's heavily implying that she has the same powers as Jean and that Jean and Xavier has, have been teaching her to hone her powers. Yeah. yeah. And I, I did just look into it and this came out three years after days of future past. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, Rachel is running to Xavier and Xavier's like, I'm trying to tell them to stop. And like, they have the mansion surrounded. The, the army does. Cause apparently the army is descending on the Xavier Institute. And he does something that I think is fucking hilarious. And actually <laughs> this is one of the things I love about this dude's art. So he takes this time, like a whole page to set up Xavier standing out of his wheelchair to use his powers to like speak. And he's speaking at the army to like stop firing on the, the mansion and everything. And he uses the, uh, the curtains at the window to hoist himself up. And at the last panel of that page, he's at like a full stand. And then literally the next page is immediately shot back down to his chair. <laughs> yeah, that was some good art too. Blam! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's back in his chair. <laughs> Almost like, like the Blam. American government was like, you don't get to stand. <laughs> <laughs> This is so mean. <laughs> so he's standing up. <laughs> if he gets on his feet, there's no telling how we can stop him. <laughs> <laughs> how we can stop? Because <laughs> I mean, there's still so many ways. Yeah, right now all we got is stairs, so we we have to keep him off his feet. Uh, he's like how Cannonball is like nigh invulnerable when he's using his power. Yeah, is like he's only invulnerable when he's standing. Yeah, and speaking of Cannonball and his powers, uh, it switches straight from that to the Danger Room, and uh, the New Mutants are just training up Storm, and Danny's in the control room with Magic and sort of just like, oh, man, I wish I was as cool as those guys. I was genuinely confused because I thought you said training up Storm. Oh, no, training up <laughs> yeah, Storm. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, they, <laughs> yeah. I, what you're saying makes no sense. <laughs> They're teaching Storm. <laughs> yeah, Storm was before. No, uh, they're just like like the cooler power ones, like the physical power, uh, new mutants, so Cannonball, Sunspot, Magma. They're beating up all these robots, and Danny's like sulking about how her powers are psychic, so they can't do nothing against robots. Amara, uh, he draws a good Amara, too. The way she's drawn like all lava-like and not just fire. Yeah. Yeah, that that's one of the things coming up with uh, the movie that could possibly be released sometime in the future. Uh, it, I feel like I'm going to miss her not being in it because I want to see her in something. But I understand you don't need two f- fire-type people. Well, they messed up making Sunspot a fire dude again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, his name is Sunspot, but he's basically just a it's solar battery. Spot. Yeah, but... The sun is a fucking fireball. It's hot, man. Hot spot. <laughs> <laughs> like you just gives everyone free Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be on the new Warriors team. <laughs> <laughs> but his powers are so strong, though, that he actually just keeps melting all their, like, fucking, uh, whatever, like, their batteries. Like, he keeps overcharging the batteries in everyone's phones. And it just melts them in this their hands. Useless. Like Shazam. Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> like when he's charging phones. I could totally see that though, being in the new Warriors, new New Warriors team that they're doing. 
uh, they would totally add like a guy who's hot spot who is exper- he was exposed to experimental Wi-Fi gas. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, so Wi-Fi is already <laughs> like why do we need Wi-Fi to be a gas? Shut up and it's science. <laughs> yeah, if anybody hasn't heard yet, one of the characters in the new New Mutants, his uh, powers come from experimental warriors. internet or yeah, new new, new warriors. warriors. His powers come from experimental internet gas. <laughs> which it's something we just made up. Yeah, he that guy was doing a Mad Lib, and after he was reading it back, he was like, you know what would be a cool way to get powers? This Mad Lib I made. <laughs> um, you know what's weird, too, about the, the New Warriors? Is that they're just, like... Like, the champions are teenagers being teenage heroes, and then, like, the new warriors are, like, adults pretending to be teenage heroes. The, yeah, the whole like, thing... Like, they're all, like, grown-ass people. Kind of the whole thing with the new warriors is they're, like, objectively bad Ooh. at what they do, like, in every incarnation. Yeah, they blew up a school. They're The best person who's ever been on the team is, is Nova and Namorita. She's a pro. <laughs> and I'm saying that, that as a huge Namor fan, or not Namor, fuck Namor. Namor. Uh, as a huge Nova fan, Namorita is uh, Atlantean exclusive um, Bud Light. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Flavor. <laughs> Don't disrespect like that. <laughs> it took me a second, but that is a quality joke. <laughs> I've never been more proud of the joke. You said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so. Uh, Danny is kind of sulking about not being able, like, not having a cool enough power uh, to be in that sort of danger room simulation. And she's talking to Magic. And there's, like, a weird thing between Magic and Danny because they're, they're like, both, like, I don't trust this person as while they're, like, being friends. So I guess, uh, like, is that just how girls work? Like, they're, <laughs> they're being friendly to each other in a room. But meanwhile, like, in their head, they're talking shit about that person. That would explain a lot. <laughs> I thought it was just on Magic's side. Like, nobody was trusting Magic. Yeah, but it was like, and I could tell she doesn't trust me either or whatever. Like, there's a lot of exposition of just, like, we don't trust her and she doesn't trust us. And well, this is part evil. This is only 18 issues into the New Mutants being a thing. So it's and it's very, actually only like the third uh, issue where magic has been back with the sorcerer powers or whatever. Oh yeah, and, the, and then this being like uh, the first New Mutant series, it would make total sense why everybody is like calling her witch and is like terrified of her. It's yeah, still just rude. The, yeah, she wasn't in the group for like all those issues. She just got back, so. Yeah, so it was like the, two that, issues before this. She just divulged that she has those powers. Yeah, so the, that explains why everybody's kind of cold to her. and It's like, you just got back from surviving hell? Let's be mean to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. It gets weirder as you go on, like 18 through 20, and then she starts saving them, and they're like, oh, but how can I trust you? <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. They go at, because I didn't think about that when we first read it, but there's a part later that I was like, why would they even think that? But we'll get to that. Yeah. So, like, the fucking bell rings or whatever. Oh, well, right before that. Uh, so Jerome from Gotham <laughs> is skulking outside the mansion. That sounds like a stand-up <laughs> special. <laughs> Live at Gotham, Jerome. No, uh, fucking, uh, she's just outside of the mansion near a tree and a police car rolls up and she's like, oh man, I look raggedy as fuck. I think she even says, I look ratty tatty. I think that's what he's, <laughs> he has her say. 
which is some crazy ass f- future slang. It was rat a tat tat, actually. It was rat a tat tat. She was yeah. singing late at night. <laughs> Where's my cat? <laughs> That's yeah. the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, oh, I look terrible, and he's going to be super suspicious that I'm just standing outside of here of this gate. And, like, you know, and so he pulls up the, the police officer, and she's like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm here to see Professor Xavier, the guy of this uh, school slash mansion. And uh, any objections? <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was hilarious like who talks to someone like that like here's what i'm doing any objections that's how i always talk to the police <laughs> and the, the police are just like nah man <laughs> yeah none i was just driving whenever you see a cop everybody knows the first thing you do is yell awkwardly i'm not doing anything <laughs> wrong yeah he was just like i mean i'm suspicious now <laughs> and why would you think i'm committing crimes I wasn't until right now. <laughs> I, did you murder somebody? And then she was like, all right, well, I best I, I, I guess I better go before he comes back and checks on my story to see if it was straight. <laughs> like, meanwhile, what? that guy is just smoking a joint that he stole from some kids. Yeah, he doesn't care. It was the 80s. She probably gave him a psychic, like a nudge anyway. No, it was probably Coke. Yeah, oh, even if he didn't. That is a good point, because even if he was like, I think you're committing a crime, she could be like, no, you don't. <laughs> like, just Obi-Wan that shit out of there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Rachel goes up to the mansion, and then uh, the doorbell rings or whatever, and Danny's like, I'll get it, and Magic's like, no, nah, I'll get it. So right away, Ilyana's being nice and stuff, too. And she goes down to the uh, door, and Rachel's like, oh, my God, you look super familiar. She's like huh is xavier here and she's like no he's in massachusetts because why would he be here he's only the only adult and solely responsible for all of us and i mean our home is constantly blowing up and whatnot but you know it's actually more responsible for xavier not to be around the children oh i know i think at this point he wasn't allowed to be within 500 (laughs) (laughs) like he was on a business trip but really he technically couldn't be there yeah Yeah. (laughs) one of his stashes was found he's like but i live at a school how can i be so far away from children Uh, yeah it's kind of weird they said he was in massachusetts because it wasn't explained in new mutants but secret war was going on during this time like right before this like an issue before they said there's no x-men no avengers no fantastic four or Xavier, they're all in Secret War. Like, they didn't say that in the book, you know, gave the little asterisk. Oh, okay, I was going to say, how do they know it's a secret? (laughs) Yeah, but now they're in Massachusetts, and that never happened. I don't know how that happened. Uh, Because they undo stuff all the time. They're undidders. It was (laughs) off-panel. Anyway, so she's like, I'm Ilyana Rasputin. Which is uh, a weird way to introduce yourself. Yep. And (laughs) which is also like, just a strange adult who looks like a man, but says they're a woman, <laughs> comes to the door and is like, hey, is this guy home? Also, what's your name? And she's like, oh, my name's this. And by the way, he's in another state. It's like that family guy joke where he's like, here's a picture. Uh, you could have it. I ruined it by putting a list of my, all my fears on the back. <laughs> so uh, she's like, in her, uh, Rachel in her mind's like, Ilyana Rasputin oh no, she's so much older than she should be right now. She's as old as she was in my time. Have I not gone back far enough? And then like, 
is not relevant for the rest of this arc. No. Like, runs away. This will never come up again. No, I'm sure it will. This episode. Just not, yeah, in this episode. <laughs> yeah, because Chris Claremont's really good at that stuff. He'll, like, drop a little seed and pick it back up. Yeah. Years and, later. And it happens a few times in this book. So, because um, <laughs> speaking of, so Rachel freaks out, and then we go to space, where Warlock crashes on a planet, and then his daddy comes, and he's like, hey, I'm going to kill hey, you. Daddy. <laughs> and he's like, no, don't do that. And then he flies away, and his dad kills the planet that Warlock was just on. And he's like, good, I like it when they run. And that will also <laughs> never come up again in this episode. Well, it'll come that up one more time. so horrible. Watch, it, it does sound horrible, but it's what he does. Watch well, like five years from now, we're covering like an arc, and we're like, when did they set this shit up? <laughs> <laughs> right. This came out of nowhere. <laughs> um, which is funny because actually, like in issue 20, there's a lot of stuff where I'm like, oh my God, the fucking, uh, the uncanny stuff we're covering right now, like so much of it seems so similar, like with the limbo and fighting Dormammu. Uh, but anyway, oh, yeah. uh, so it goes back. Like, this is that page we were talking about, actually, where Warlock's dad's like, I like it when they run. <laughs> and then right <laughs> beneath that is when uh bill long ass last name uh <laughs> yep nye but nope <laughs> bill nye uh he's a science guy <laughs> bill smith <laughs> is what we'll call him <laughs> anyway where he transitions the story back to um danny and she's in the dan well we don't know she's in the danger room yet she's like covered in snow with just a a, a bow and arrow and there's there's this cool like inner dialogue too of like uh that claremont writes which is like it's so freezing but my suit is insulating me from all of it except i probably should have a face mask because that's really cold right now like sort of the idea of like a superhero rethinking their wardrobe while they're in the middle of doing something like i don't know i like that it, it, <laughs> it adds like a sense of realism like there's a these are people yeah there's like future comics where they're like man i shouldn't have had this boom window <laughs> yeah it gives you a little more yeah it make, does make them feel like they're real people because sometimes you do have those questions like aren't you cold right now yeah <laughs> i would love to see like some superhero that's like why did i cut the fingers off these fucking gloves <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> like damn it like why am i always cutting off only two fingers <laughs> like he gets frostbitten and loses his fucking pinky and index finger <laughs> oh man i need to see him messing with his phone and being like thank god for these fingerless gloves <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need them so I can scroll through Tinder. <laughs> like, exactly. I just want to see like fucking rogues trying to use her phone and she can't. She keeps sucking all the energy out of her. Yeah, like she's always got the full gloves on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like every like Xavier turns everything in the mansion to touchscreen, <laughs> <laughs> and so Rogue can't operate shit. I can see him doing that. <laughs> he probably did that like right when she joined the X Men and nobody trusted her. Yeah. <laughs> Time to upgrade the mansion. <laughs> so uh anyway, uh a bear attacks Danny and she shoots it in the throat, and then she's like one more arrow left, and then she kills it with that. And then it turns out to just be a danger room simulation and that she's been practicing for weeks just killing bears. Yeah. Not suspicious. <laughs> not not at all. <laughs> she talks a lot about that bear, and it looks like she got mauled by a bear and she's been practicing fighting bears. I wonder what happened to her. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just like, oh, well, because uh, actually uh, Ilyana comes up and she's like, 
so I see you're killing a lot of bears, huh? <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm just, uh, you know, like my power set isn't like everyone else's. I got to make sure I can pull my own weight in a physical altercation. And, and it's probably uh, going to be with a bear. <laughs> yeah, and Ilyana's like, but bears though? <laughs> she also just sees like, uh, she doesn't see the simulation. She only sees like a title. So she's wondering why she keeps fighting giant hairy gay men. <laughs> <laughs> Bad past. <laughs> uh, anyway, so all this happens where she's just like, oh, it's a coincidence that I'm fighting bears. And then she puts on war paint and goes outside and she's like, where the fuck are you, bear? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> she just basically calls it right to her. <laughs> she's outside. Bear! She literally yells bear. <laughs> yeah. Looking for bears to kill. <laughs> so the demon bear shows up and she's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then kind of does. And then it's like, psych, I'm not dead, but you oh, that are. That image was great when it just shows her on the ground and the bear is just humongous yeah, standing yeah. over. I think that's when the artist shines. Like that just looked, that art there was just great. There is, she does use her power on it one time though and sees that what it fears most is her and then she's confused. Like what? It fears me the most? And then like it, like claws through the projection of herself that she makes with the with her power because that's what she does she can project fears out of you know people or things and uh then rain wakes up screaming because you know they got that weird uh soul link who she also kind of looks like jerome in this she does uh, Bill Smith, he was really ahead of his time in terms of like drawing his <laughs> he knew red hair. Was going for it. <laughs> he knew that that kid was going to be a big deal. I mean, he really wasn't, but you know, <laughs> they, 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 best we, thing in that show. We weren't alive when this came out. That kid's younger than us. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he's a real prophet, that guy. <laughs> 20 years from now, a child will be born who and, will do a pretty good job in a show about Batman's friend. <laughs> You know, for a different company, by the way. Like, he's, yeah. he's all these prophecies exist in, like, a rival company's comic pages. Uh, anyway, so Rain screams, gets Cannonball up and everyone else, and they start running out. And, by the way, Cannonball has a rifle. Which I loved. <laughs> yeah. Because his power, he does not need a rifle. <laughs> exactly. But no, just but from he's, where he's from, he's like a, he's southern. a southern dude. Yeah, he's like, get my gun. <laughs> it's just instinct. You get your gun. Yeah. When you're woken up in the middle of the night by screamings, you grab your gun. But exactly. like when you're going out to fight monsters, why take a gun? Yeah, when you are a literal human bullet. <laughs> yeah. Well, even worse than a bullet, he's a fucking cannonball. Yeah. Like yeah. he is See, the thing he is. He's nigh invulnerable when blasting, but not when shooting. Yeah. <laughs> by the way... Speaking of him being nigh and vulnerable, is anybody else weirded out by how often they say he's almost nigh and vulnerable? Yeah. Because that's no. like saying he's kind of <laughs> a little invulnerable. He's nigh and vulnerable. He's near and vulnerable when blasting. Yeah. 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 But he's I mean, kind of near and vulnerable. That's a weird no, thing. No, ne- he's just nigh. Not, n- not nigh not means of near, nigh. but he's, he's, <laughs> he's no, kind of near. They, they say at points that he's kind of nigh and vulnerable, or he's uh, he's almost nigh and vulnerable. Yeah, it's they, just a weird thing to me. Now it's, he's almost nigh. Man, he took a downgrade. <laughs> he went from like eighty, like ninety percent in vulnerability to like eighty-five percent in vulnerability. Well, now, well, probably from the last the last arc when he 
blasted at Sim and got backhanded. Now he's almost nigh. Yeah. It's just weird to think that you're um, you're close to almost being invulnerable. <laughs> yeah. That I love that catchphrase. It's like to me, my X-Men, but his is nigh invulnerable when blasted. <laughs> it's like if you went to the bar and you were like, yeah, I'm almost a year away from being 21. I can drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 19 and three quarters, man. Yeah. Come on. I yeah. Like almost take a punch. Bring it on. I did like, though, in, uh, in the Danger Room setting where he's like, oh, there's that thing fucking Nightcrawler taught me where I'll just turn my power off, change directions, and turn it back on because he can't actually yeah. bank well. I really like that because well the art plastic. I thought was drawn good, too. Because yeah. like, it shows him thinking. twisting up in, sp- like, in the air mm-hmm. to do that bank move. That was, that was nice. Yeah, so uh, anyway, they go outside and they find Danny looking pretty dead. So much for being the, the weakness of that bear. Also, I just noticed this, but Cannonball looks like skinny, grown-up Bobby Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he does. I, I like how these uh, comics were done back then because it if you imagine like you were reading this month to month, that's a pretty big cliffhanger right there. You just see her dead and it says to be continued and you got to wait a whole month. Yeah. That is also crazy, too, that these came out months apart. Yeah. Like, who's following that? Yeah, I mean, well, you, as late as, like, 2010, a lot of Carnage series, they would come out every – one issue would come out every two months. That's nuts. Wow. Well, because especially nowadays, we're, like, desensitized. So if somebody looks like they're going to die, we know, like, man, they're going to be fine next issue. Yeah, at some point, they're going to come back to life. But, well, I mean – then we don't even assume they're going to die. It's like, no, they're not going to die. Well, wasn't this the, before the death of Superman? So, I mean, because before the death of Superman, uh, if a character died, they were probably staying dead. And then once Superman died and came back, they were like, oh, anybody can come back now. I don't know the exact year, but it was definitely before people started dying because I think the only person to die was like people who stayed dead or Jean Grey. Yeah, well, in Batman and Spider-Man's parents and Uncle Ben. Well, in Marvel. Spider-Man's parents stayed dead, didn't they? Sort of. They came back as robots disguised as actual people. Oh, they were robots in disguise? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Were they more than meets the eyes? They were. They were secret shield agents that were also secret twist. You're too excited about this. Oh my god! (laughs) You could say they were transformers. That is (laughs) pretty great. (laughs) You did get so excited about that. Yeah. It's almost as if you waited every episode for uh, the possibility of doing something <laughs> like this. You've been waiting at this point, I think, well, it was the secret Marvel Hasbro crossover that no one ever knew they wanted. No but one around, asked for. <laughs> but around 40 episodes, you waited to be like, like at some point, they're going to make a Transformers reference. Almost, and I could get super excited about robots. You know what's crazy, guys. too? I don't give a shit about the Transformers. You don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like I that was legitimate excitement, though, the idea that they did that. <laughs> You're not a fan of Transformers, but you are a fan of disguised robots. I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a huge Terminator fan. So exactly. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not a vagina. That's my flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a knife. <laughs> anyway, so uh, issue 19. Uh, it's actually pretty interesting because um, 
a lot of the, uh, the Claremont cares about seemingly everyone but the New Mutants in this issue, like the uh, <laughs> yeah the, the, the surgeons, the cop, the nurse. Like everyone seems to have so many like because uh, they're the real speaking heroes. Speaking roles, man. Really, I see. I like that. <laughs> I know it roots them in a world where like because while I was reading it, I was thinking, you know, it's so weird that you'll every once in a while you'll see a police officer or like a, a few of them standing on the sidelines or you'll see like paramedics in a comic book but really it's always just the heroes talking to one another and then sometimes yeah. someone they save and then there's yeah. like the villain like there's always the one doctor that comes out and is like oh they're they're a fighter yeah so uh yeah, and claremont rooted the new mutants in a world where it's like no no there are authority figures and all these people who kind of matter like in a sense more than you because they're the ones saving your friend's life and they're the ones actually like you have to react to what they do right <laughs> I, th this is kind of the stuff where like whenever i big up claremont it's from reading all this stuff and the fact that you actually hear people's like emotions and their opinions and thoughts and stuff like that it makes them actual characters and you hear their whole world and all that stuff it really bigs up the universe yeah i mean right before something really fucked up happens one police officer was trying to get his dick wet a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't need that, but it kind of like just makes the story, I don't know, just adds a little bit, a little bit yeah, of spice. Yeah, it grounds it. It builds a world. Yeah. Right, uh, right at the beginning of this where the surgeons cut off her shirt and throw it at the wall, just glancing at it the first time, it genuinely looked like they removed her torso. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't need She's this. She's not going to need this. Because it's like, it's like stiff and there's blood coming out of it. So it looks like they just chopped her head, her arms, and her legs off. And then threw the torso away. And we're like, we're going to need a oh. new one. Stab. <laughs> yeah. Bring your new torso up here. <laughs> to be fair, she does need it. I put a fat guy's torso. <laughs> this reminded me of some, now you remind me of Dogman. They just took the head off. They're like, bring a new body. This yeah, is not gonna work. <laughs> so what happens after this? <laughs> so anyway, um they show up and the the paramedics rush her into the ER and the surgeons are all like, all right, we're going to fucking do surgery. We're going to throw our torso away. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Get that torso parts. out of the trash. Turns out we ran out of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got holes in it. Yeah, we got to patch the holes. <laughs> we'll just put some flex seal on that son of a bitch. She'll be good as new. <laughs> so anyway, uh, there's a police officer, Officer Corsi. And uh, uh, Nurse uh, Friedlatter. Free bladder? Free bladder. Free bladder? <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, Tom and Sharon. <laughs> he, he gives them full names. <laughs> Genuinely, if you would just have made those up, I would believe you. <laughs> I know, but they're actually their names. Because it does look like a Tom and a Sharon. <laughs> yeah. He looks like he would, like, he'd be like, please, call me Officer Tom. <laughs> he needs to keep the authority but he prefers tom uh anyway they're they're introduced in the book and they're sort of uh like i mentioned before they're like corralling the new mutants they're like all right who are you guys like oh we're her classmates and uh we're from xavier school and she was mauled by a bear we think and uh 
So like, all right, well, you guys stay here in the waiting area. And the nurse is like, yeah, I'll get you guys some blankets and stuff so you can stay over. And then after they leave, Cannonball is like, suit up. And then just dumps, like, he just has a duffel bag of all their suits that in it. bag came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, because they, they talk about, like, oh, we should go back to, to the mansion and go find that bear. And then Ma- I think it's magic is like, I, th- I think the bear's going to find us. We probably just <laughs> yeah. chill out. Like, yeah. the bear's coming. <laughs> yeah. I like how you can tell how rich Bobby is. Sunspot because he does not have zero cares about just telling that cop off. Oh yeah. oh yeah, he's like, then do something besides standing around here babbling like an idiot. My father will have your job, <laughs> right, <laughs> Officer Tom? And he's like, uh, I don't know. We don't hire Brazilians, so. <laughs> so anyway, you do now. <laughs> this is this is Westchester in the eighties. We don't hire ethnics. <laughs> That's gonna get real awkward at the end of this book. Yeah. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> anyway, uh, so what I what I like to imagine though, like how weird it must have been for like the officer or the nurse to come back in after they all suited up. Like, they, clearly they have to think that's weird. So this Xavier place, they just all wear the same pajamas. <laughs> she's like Pajama i'll bring you guys party. some why'd you guys put on those wetsuits <laughs> it's like I'll, I'll bring you guys some blankets and pillows she comes back they're all wearing the same pajama looking outfit and it's like what kind of fucking cult do you guys stay at up they there their, they they brought their friend in they didn't call an ambulance they brought they packed their pajamas <laughs> <laughs> do we know they didn't do this <laughs> are they theirs <laughs> so uh the new well, this doesn't up. get brought up, though. Oh, I guess I'll let you get to it. <laughs> oh, no, no, go ahead. What? I was, uh, Rain ends up, they pack the pajamas, they put them on, and Rain switches to her wolf form. Mm-hmm. And because she does, actually, she asks if she can wear, like, Danny's belt, which is from her ancestors. She threw a big fit earlier in the New Mutants. She did not want to wear the normal belt. It had to be her ancestral belt. Uh-huh. So Danny or Rain asks if she can wear it. So I don't know if that's what caused this, but then she switches to her wolf form and she looks different, apparently. But that doesn't get brought up the rest of the time, but she says she feels better and more natural. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I think it does, but it's so weird that she asked to put that... I don't understand Rain's powers, man, because she rips through her clothes when she makes the transformation, but when she turns back, she's wearing all of her clothes. In fact, she's wearing more clothes than what she had on. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because what happens is she goes and snoops on Danny who's like all fucked up which is also weird because like it's like a brief moment where they're not operating on her and she's just on all these machines and she's like creeping next to the door and uh officer Corsi shows up and he's like fucking demon and he's, he pulls his gun out and, t- and she runs away and she turns back into herself when she reaches a shadowy corridor. And she's wearing her uh, New Mutants outfit, which she didn't even have on before she transformed. And she's wearing a fur coat, which, like, where does that even come from? I have a theory that's just stupid enough to be true. <laughs> you get so, no prize. She, <laughs> she doesn't get, like, dog-like hair. She gets super long hair on the top of her head. That covers her whole body. That's why it goes over the clothes. Okay. Dumb. Here's why that 
isn't true. <laughs> I said it was stupid. She, they, he shows her rip through the clothes she's wearing when she transforms. Maybe they, she transforms. Then puts on clothes? They, well, no. Then covers the clothes with her long <laughs> dog hair? She has her previous clothes in her hands, tears them up for, because, like, she doesn't get that effect because she doesn't get any bigger. Yeah. <laughs> she's ripping through the clothes. Uh, it's, it's stupid. I mean, it could be called into question because the unstable molecules of the actual suits. But when she ripped through, she was wearing her casual clothes. Mm-hmm. But that still doesn't make sense because when she was found, she was back in clothes. Yeah. And she was actually wearing, like, she asks to put on Danny's belt, but you don't see that she has it on. She just rips through her clothes when she transforms. Yeah. And then when she reverts back, she's wearing Danny's belt with her new mutant suit with a white fur coat. Fucking 80s, man. So I'm going to wear it later. Yeah. And the guy's just like, I guess it wasn't a werewolf. I guess it was this Irish girl that looks like Jerome from Bucket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from that show that's going to come out in Why 40 does years. everybody look like this kid who's not alive yet? He's <laughs> got to stop sneaking that medication. Uh, and then uh, cut to the Starjammers, who are just in space, floating around, being space pirates with uh, Binary, who's like, I got explosions coming out my head. And uh, they're like, oh, we see something headed toward Earth. That doesn't look good. And then that's, that's the end of that. <laughs> well, real yep, quick. That's, they, you know, uh, that's going to set up something for the future. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure that's Warlock, right? Yeah, I think so. Probably Warlock and uh, Magus chasing after him. Yeah, so that, that's where that comes back into the story. And then now, never again. Well, and uh, right around that time, too, they show the scene that they took for the trailer of the movie. Where uh, they're like, oh, oh you yeah. fight the bear. He's magic. And magic says, so am I. Like, I, I thought that was that. cool. They had, that was actually from the book. Yeah, because I, I actually didn't read this. I was right before it. I was at uh, issue 15. And then when I saw we were reading 18, to, 18 through 20, I was like, well, I got to just catch up. So I didn't know that that was actually like word for word from the book. So I was super <laughs> excited when I saw that. So, uh. Anyway, the Starjammer thing happens. They see Warlock. They're like, all right, we, we got to go to Earth. Which is funny, too, because one uh, alien was like, well, we're either going to get there in time or we're going to get there when it's too late. And then, like, I guess we'll just avenge them. Yeah. <laughs> like, super cool with, like, either our friends will be okay or they won't. <laughs> we'll be I, well, she doesn't care as much. I don't. I forgot who that girl is, but she's uh, doesn't have any close allegiances. Yeah, she she's like Shi'ar. some. Yeah, she's a Shi'ar lady. And you got Corsair, obviously Cyclops' dad, and Captain Marvel as binary right now. Yeah. Which, like, I, what is up with her head? That's supposed to be just energy shooting out. It's not like a physical object. Yeah, but can you imagine how annoying that would be? Like you're you're walking and she walks next to you, and suddenly, like, just her hair is shooting into your eyes yeah, as energy's like, ah, what the? I wonder like, if it's just like heat. Your like you're like, I'm a little cold. <laughs> Let me just stand next to you. <laughs> they have like marshmallows out. Yeah, but it's like yeah. someone constantly shining a, a flashlight in your face at the same time, though. Yeah, true. Who knows how Somebody bright it is? Somebody put a hat on that woman. <laughs> <laughs> she needs like a football helmet. <laughs> yeah, or like a. Uh, like a motorcycle helmet. <laughs> yeah. Put the shields out. Welding mask. Oh, it's right there. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, Tom, the police officer. Tom. <laughs> officer Tom. Officer Tom. I'm, so, I'm from Saskatchewan. <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> he's hitting on the nurse. He's like, 
so you always work these late shifts? And she's like, I'm on a, a rotating schedule. He's like, oh, I can see to that. And she's like, what if I already got to do? And he's like, I don't care. He's like, maybe you your, don't. Does your man have one of these? Well, okay. Tom is a little more respectful than that. I mean, Officer Tom. He uh, says it never hurts to ask. No, yeah, but then she's like, oh, you think you're hot stuff? And he's like, why don't you find out? <laughs> so he's not that respectful. Yeah, he's it sounds you know, like more three out of ten. He's trying to be cool. Like he's yeah. not cool. Like But he's still Officer Tom. Yeah, he's a Officer Tom and he's trying to be like, Well, I'm the ladies man. And none of that right. matters because a bear shows up and is like, Ah, I got you, bitch. I'm <laughs> Exactly like that. <laughs> well actually he goes, eee! I think that's them. <laughs> well then yeah, they go not the bear. <laughs> <laughs> See a the tax out of the bear. <laughs> I I hope so. <laughs> uh, and so this is actually interesting. This is the first time I've seen Magic do wards. So she starts warding oh. around uh, the operating room in yeah, preparation we- of the bear coming, and they're kind of dumb because, like, you you put up a like as they end up getting explained throughout the books. Their power is only like as strong as herself, but also when it's attacked, she's hurt. So she basically just spread her body out super long to get freely attacked. Like it doesn't make sense. Like why not just be your own physical self and fight the bear rather than spread your essence out. And by the way, if it gets touched, like you're getting hit. It's kind of like in Dragon Ball Z when they do the multi-form attack, but it just every new version of them, it's just their power's cut in half. So <laughs> yeah. there's, like, there's 20 of them. They're so weak individually. But she's super, like, new to her powers. When she spread that ward, she didn't even know that it was going to hurt her if it got hit. Well, and on top of that, like, this was... Um, I'm kind of salty that they don't bring this up later because right now her power is just, like, teleportation and big sword. Yeah. They never bring up the fact that she can actually cast spells and do things. Like anything. That's true too, but I mean if her spells are as dumb as this, I can see why she doesn't do them. Well, she's like already the first time she used her power, she went back in time. And I swear we didn't see that again until like what we're reading now, which is decades yeah. later. It's like uh one of the tr- her main tricks to try to fight the bear was that like where you got your thumb. <laughs> you're like pulling your thumb oh, yeah, that was her trick. <laughs> yeah. like does the trick where you're disappe- like you're detaching your thumb yeah she uh astral projected too i like how previous. i like how confused she is by like as she's getting attacked by the bear she has like metal parts of armor showing up yeah and is so confused by having powers similar to her brother but like She's never heard of her brother. Yeah, she keeps thinking like, did that just tear through my costume? Wait, no, it didn't. What's that thing? Oh my God, it's protecting me, but is this evil metal? <laughs> is that it good metal awesome. or evil metal? Yeah. <laughs> it's like all metals, evil metal. <laughs> it is- <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> it got me super excited for the movie, seeing her with the metal arm, you know? Yeah. Um, and then also, Rain is just hating on magic. Yeah. For no reason. Like, she's there helping you, and she's still just shitting on her. Yeah, she's kind of, like, doing most of the work. Yeah. Yeah, all the work. Yeah. And that's kind of Rain's whole uh, thing, though, because she hates on herself. 
she thinks she's a demon spawn because she's a wolf. Yeah. But I mean, it's like you obviously look like a like a a, a monster. You're a werewolf, and you're gonna shit on some. Like you'd think she would be more understanding of Which someone. Think, you know, she's not. But that's what I'm saying. She's not understanding of herself because I think that was a quote in this too, where she dissed Ilyana and then said like immediately right after. Well, then again, aren't I a, a demon too? Hmm. Oh, she's like extremely Catholic too, right? Yeah, so that's why she feels that way. She yeah. is super because her uh, the pastor used to treat her like crap because her parents or her mom died in giving Kept birth her to her brother over her. See, I lo- that's why I, what I like about too. Daredevil because they do the Catholic thing in a completely different way. Where he just beats the shit out of everybody and goes to confession <laughs> later. <laughs> like instead of instead of just being like, "Oh, I'm so evil," he's just like, "I'll just go ask for forgiveness later." Yeah. Right. So, uh, anyway, they start fighting this bear in this hospital, and no one's really noticing. And the bear's like, fuck you guys. We're going to my home. (laughs) (laughs) And he teleports them to his realm, and it looks so dumb but dope at the same time. It's ridiculous. It's just a giant fucking bear, and it's like an orb inside of him that is the operating room. And then, like... He's holding up the, uh, like, you see that the office, Officer Tom and Nurse Susan didn't get killed. Or, huh? Is it Susan? I thought it was Sally. No, no, Susan. Uh, that they didn't get killed, but that he, like, has them in some weird stasis. <laughs> yeah. I think- in case you didn't know, it's a magic bear. Yeah. I think I was thinking well, I thought Sally it was a demon bear. For some reason, just because of the couple of Tom and Sally, it seems oh, like, you yeah. Know, like you have to try a potato salad. <laughs> yeah, it does sound like some sort of food. <laughs> uh, so issue twenty, the Badlands. The Badlands, yeah. Uh, that cop and nurse, Tom and Susan, get straight up clawed in their chest and turned into weird Native American demons. Yeah, they he kind of took them to his place, which is also back in time they say because they say it's a place that was not touched by the evil white man (laughs) yeah he does go out of his way to say that so there could be no white people (laughs) which (laughs) Which is why they got turned into native (laughs) americans yeah but demonic ones but yeah their faces too they they get the whole warlock face yeah so it's i think that's just like how that guy likes drawing faces that aren't humans I do wonder, though, because this is kind of his start on the New Mutants, I wonder if he continued to draw other things like this after Warlock. Or, or if, if he, he just was kept like, it as a, just a Warlock thing after this. Yeah, it's like, ah, I screwed up with those guys, but, you yeah. know, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they get turned into demons, and then they start attacking on behalf of the bear. And so the New Mutants are fighting them, and they're fighting the bear at the same time. And Magic's put in this weird situation where she's the only one doing anything significant. Yep. So she's holding the war, like the whole reason why the bear hasn't gone into the operating room. That, the weird situation, which is a New Mutants comic. Yeah. <laughs> because that seems like it's most New Mutants is like like a couple level threes with, hanging out with a uh, level nine. <laughs> Basically. Uh, it's why she's the only one who's ever really drafted two actual X-Men teams. Mm-hmm. So, even then, though, even when she joins the X-Men, she's uh, still the level nine, and there's maybe a level six. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's those discs, man. They're <laughs> yeah. pretty dope. 
Yeah, she probably Five has the changer. coolest teleporting. She and uh, she all has of Marvel. teleportation, literal magic, and a sword, and yes. also metal a metal arm. Well, in fairness, Hickman's trying to balance that now with giving everyone swords. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, not fair. Yeah, and you notice it, it's like a bunch of level threes hanging out with a level nine. <laughs> yeah, right around the time that she gets another sword. But I, I love that idea too. That like that's his pitch to Marvel. <laughs> He's like, stomping look. his foot. <laughs> it's like you got a level nine with a bunch of level threes. I need to give him all swords so they're as cool as she is. <laughs> but he had to build it up though. He was like, so get this. She's too powerful. Level nine. We need to we need to boost everybody else up. You know how we're gonna do it? Swords. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> gets swords it's like that picture i sent you guys of like uh tens of swords <laughs> the, we'll, call it, we'll call it 10 of swords which i counted that picture and there's at least 15 i know man <laughs> but uh like that comic i sent you guys that somebody made that's wolverine talking to magic and he's like you know what we need she's like sword he's like fucking swords <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. also i like the idea that you you said you counted that page and there's at least 15 so you stopped at 15 it's like there's probably more, but who's counting past just, this? Just off a glance, I can tell it's more than ten. Counting by twos, it just gave him a fifteen. <laughs> there's six in Wolverine's hands. Which is counting by twos, he gets a fifteen. Right. <laughs> I don't know how numbers work, guys. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, what's his face? Uh, bear. <laughs> yeah, the, the bear, demon bear. Uh, it's fighting him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what I think I think is Tom. I th- he like grabs cannonball and like whips him around. Oh yeah, that's gonna happen. But uh, right no, before sunspot, that spot, sunspot, not yeah, cannonball. But right before that, um, the bear, like, cause like I said, magic is using uh her wards and stuff to keep the bear from getting into the operating room. She's she looks like in that picture. Where she's using her, her magic, uh-huh. it looks like three people are peeing on her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> that was the funniest laugh I've ever seen. <laughs> just trying to hold in some stuff. <laughs> it does look really gross. It's like three R. Kelly's are off panel. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so she's because she's the one doing anything significant though like anytime she puts her attention toward one of those demons she can't uh reinforce the warding so the bear actually claws into the like reality orb that it has within itself it's actually pretty trippy when you think about it like when you start saying all this stuff out loud it's crazier it sounds like a fever dream it sounds crazier than when you're reading it um anyway claws yeah, when you're reading it you're like Oh yeah, magic bear. With <laughs> well, you're almost <laughs> made of magic. That's normal. You're That's almost dismissive about it, reading it, yeah. but saying it out loud is like this is fucking trippy. But so the bear claws the reality orb, and one surgeon who happens to be like facing the wall that the bear claw just gouged freaks the fuck out. Is just like what? What the shit is going on? Because he's suddenly seeing like superheroes fighting demons outside of like a reality window and he's just like uh guys i think you need to see this thing that and then it disappears and it's just a wall again he's like never mind i think i'm tired well and then they're like like hey guys what if we just let her die (laughs) yeah that is a crazy thing he's just like um 
all right, well, we got to pay attention because her life is in our hands. And it's like, yeah, what kind of life though? Maybe we should just, you know, we should just let her go. <laughs> We've actually not said that this whole time. Uh, her injuries are super bad. Oh They've yeah. T- so bad. Super bad. Yeah. They've talked about that multiple times that maybe yeah. they should just let her die. There's like a, a there's like a, a stab mark that looks like Michael Sarah. Yeah, at, at this point, it's <laughs> super bad. At this point, they're go fuck yourself. <laughs> at, at this point, they're like they're hopeful that she'll be paralyzed for the rest of her life. Yeah, like that, that's the the best. Yeah, best case scenario is she's like paralyzed from the neck down. Which also fuck them. <laughs> it's like we, we hope you're paralyzed. <laughs> Wait, that's the she... best you deserve. Yeah, they like went through a huge list of injuries she has and like spinal injuries and stuff like that. Can you imagine though that they find out she went to fight the bear and they're like, oh, well, then fuck you. <laughs> Don't go fighting bears <laughs> or chasing water. I was going to say this. <laughs> Everybody knows there's two things you don't chase bears and waterfalls. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, magma is like, fuck these demons, let's kill them and roberto's like no you can't kill them like they're still innocent people remember tom and susan and and magma's like well i mean officer <laughs> come on like they're gonna they're attacking us like we gotta uh kill them and then uh roberto says something weird though he's like yeah well we'll do that when we have to we have a choice they don't and it's like but that's what she's saying is that you have to right now. Yeah. Like, it's a really weird, like, don't kill him. We do that when we have to. And she's like, yeah, we got to. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> also, I think this bear's on cocaine. <laughs> you think? Because <laughs> its, its eyes are just swirling and it's got like a huge, like, Coke smile the whole time. <laughs> like, bears don't smile like that. Real quick, I'm breaking the fourth wall. But it freaked me. The f- like, I just, like, it was really weird. He disappeared on camera out his door. And for some reason, I glanced right there like, oh, is he coming back? Oh, no, never mind. <laughs> like at our office door. <laughs> anyway, all right. Back in scene. So um, anyway, that's when Sunspot's like, you know, we got to not kill them. And then the, the, dude, the demon dude's like, yeah, thanks for that. Fucking lasso your leg and then start spinning him around the rope and then throws him. To a spot that's really cold. A sunspot. <laughs> well, a shade spot. Yeah. <laughs> now again, I glanced and I thought he came back wearing sunglasses. <laughs> he keeps looking at our door. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys gotta point it out, don't you? Uh yeah. He's like, how does magic box work? No, no, no. It was a weird I, I glanced this time it I glanced at the <laughs> our screen but he came back in and i thought he was wearing sunglasses for some reason like what the fuck but you're not so anyway <laughs> he's just at home quarantined wearing sunglasses exactly uh yeah so we we're just talking about uh this the part where sunspot gets thrown into the shade spot <laughs> yeah you can see the brown spot the yeah. brown spot is a different thing but <laughs> well is it because he's behind the bear <laughs> yeah, i guess when you're fighting a demon bear everything's a brown spot because they were like specifically it's the demon bear shadow and so there is no sun and it's all it's the uh, spot where the sun doesn't shine 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's the brown spot. <laughs> and so he loses his power, and then the, the demon lady, uh, Susan, who has turned into the demon. <laughs> it's Karen now. <laughs> Karen now. We, uh, we also forgot to mention, which is very important for this arc, that they keep on showing that the only thing that's hurting this demon bear is magic sword. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, she's stopping him and hurting him, and everybody else is just hanging out. There was one point, I think, in the hospital where Cannonball hits him with everything he has, and it's like, okay, it stunned him for a second. Yeah, in the beginning, they're saying, like, nobody's doing anything, and then all of a sudden, in the last issue, Cannonball actually pushes him away, and the fire oh. also hurts him. Yeah, yeah, Magnus flares. Yeah. Magma. For some reason, I could not think of Magma. I just keep thinking of her first name. Sunspot? (laughs) (laughs) Amara. Amara. I know. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. um, So Magma's trying to kill people. Roberto's like, no, don't do that. And then he gets uh, (laughs) rope tossed over into the the brown spot. And (laughs) uh, and then the demon lady's like, you're going to die here. Uh, (laughs) You're going to (laughs) die. Um, in the jungle, and then magma, uh, magma ends up getting. All right, so they start getting an upper hand actually, and the demon bear is like, you know what? I'm gonna make fucking, I'm gonna make some more, and he stabs magma and starts turning magma and uh, liquid hot magma. <laughs> yeah, and Oyana's like, oh, I got this because earlier when he turned Tom and Susan. <laughs> I don't know why it's funny every time. When he turned Tom and Susan, uh, Magic tried to uh, like undo whatever curse that was, but it like took hold too quickly. And she's like, no, this time I got it. And so she pulls out her soul sword and stabs it into magma to remove the possession. And then Cannonball freaks the fuck out. And it's like, I knew you were evil. I knew you couldn't be trusted. You they didn't trust shit. her at all. The first Rain time was, he was always just like, right. I never trusted you. <laughs> like Hannibal reminds Pulling me a of uh, Mermaid Man and SpongeBob at this <laughs> oh. point. Like, Evil. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we get the full metal arm right there. Yeah. Because Cannonball grabs her and tosses her after he talks all that smack. Well, because she mentions anything that Cannonball grabs also gets the nigh invulnerability, but then he dropped her. <laughs> so like. The only thing that saved her then was her metal arm, I guess. But looks dope. Just that full metal inspiration. Arm. Arm. <laughs> you wanted to say jacket. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then uh, Amara calls Sam a barbarian fool. Yeah. And he's like, what? I thought I was doing what you wanted. <laughs> Yeah, nothing makes me happier than when you almost dedicate to a voice. (laughs) (laughs) So this whole time, too, they've had a uh, Hickman-style, like, chart that's been up there showing that the demon bear is consuming this planet or this reality. Yeah, they do say a a weird thing, too, about, like, how it both is natural to that reality but also unnatural, like – Claremont's kind of like it is and it ain't for everything. Yeah, (laughs) it's literally graphed out. Like it's it's got an X and a Y. It's a spectrum. (laughs) Demon Bear is like literally black and white. 
He's like Rook to C5. <laughs> I legitimately thought you were trying to do a bad Asian accent. Now, <laughs> uh, here's, here's what I don't understand. Because Magic's like, all right, Rain. Because, again, Magic's the only one who's doing anything, and even the strategizing at this point. She's like, look, you said that uh, – it's a good thing she's got that metal back for carrying this team. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you said that you when you are connected with Danny, she told you what the weakness is. Oh, by the way, that happened. I just realized we didn't even say that. <laughs> so uh, at one point, Rain uh, tries to use their, like, that soul link. We missed the two, like, most important things. Yeah, but whatever. Uh, so this happened, the last issue. Rain uh, tries to telepathically communicate with Danny but Danny's like really drugged up, so she's not making a lot of sense. And so Rain can't quite hear her. And then Danny is like, like realizes Rain can't hear her, so she tries even harder and she starts waking up, making it harder for the surgeons to operate. So it's like complicating things. And then uh, all Rain can get from it is that the bear fears Danny. Like it, ha- yeah. she has the power to destroy the bear, but doesn't know how because their connection was uh, broken. And then Rain is like, "Oh no, I I killed Danny because." And the answer yeah. was teamwork. Yeah, that's the weird thing, right? <laughs> that pissed me off so much <laughs> because not only is the answer teamwork, which is the stupidest answer, but also Magic's still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so because Magic's like, "All right, you said that Danny knew how to beat it." I need you to use your telepathic link to, to get, like, to find out how. Why is the bear afraid of her? And she's like, but I can't. And she's like, if Danny was here, she'd tell you the same thing. Fucking read my mind, even if it kills me. So she does it, and she's like, all right, I got it. It's teamwork. <laughs> and their teamwork was get magic to the bear fast. Yeah. <laughs> it was just launch. Because Sunspot's still knocked out. Yeah, right away, she's like, okay, uh, Rain, you stay here. Uh, Sunspot, stay with her. So right away, she benches <laughs> Wolfsbane and Sunspot. And she's like, all right, Magma, the fire seems to hurt it. Keep keep throwing the fire at it. And then Cannonball, get me up to the fucking bear. And then I'll slice it. And that's exactly what happens. Yeah, that was it, the teamwork, though. It's like, pass me the ball teamwork <laughs> yeah like how michael jordan did all that teamwork in the 90s <laughs> but it, it just it made me think of uh uncanny when she gets dragged to limbo by dormammu and dormammu's like who do you think you are being such a dick taking all our, our all the power of our homes and whatnot and she's like you know what maybe fuck you and she just jumps up and cuts him in half yeah you know what uh after she cuts the demon bear in half she landed in like that that anime pose where mm-hmm. you go behind somebody with a sword and it splits, blows up, and two people just walk out. And one of them <laughs> is Steve Carell. <laughs> because tell me that's not Steve Carell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, they show... So she, she cuts the demon bear in half, and like you said, two people just sort of walk out of the demon bear. <laughs> um I like and, that art, that demon bear art when he gets sliced in half because it's just yeah, the white dope. behind yeah. it. Oh, actually, right before this, too, when she realizes what the uh, thing is, she takes her soul sword, she stabs one of the demons, and it just turns into, like, a Native American dude. Oh, yeah, that's important. And she's like, 
well, Whoops. he's back to normal. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Let's kill this bear. <laughs> so anyway, they, they kill the bear, uh, and then they just end up right back in the hospital. It's like, did that even happen? We're just sitting here in the hospital in our, like, costume pajamas. Uh, and then, like, wait, who's these weird people in coats and whatnot? And they're like, Officer, Whoa. Tom's an Indian. <laughs> that is a thing that happens. <laughs> <laughs> they said it so much more offensively. Oh man. my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think they said. Claremont's <laughs> exact words are, uh, and this is Rain speaking, so maybe he's just saying Rain's a racist. Uh, Sam, Officer Corsi, and Nurse. Friedlander, they're human. They aren't demons anymore. But they've not returned to their true selves. They're still Red Indians. And that's in bold capital letters. They they say it like that's a curse that they're going to live with forever. (laughs) Like it's so fucked up. And then, uh, so the two people who walked out of the bear turn out to be Danny Moonstar's parents, who she believed the bear killed so long ago. And they're like, so that was crazy, and yep, those people, they're stuck like that. Nuts, huh? And we were the bear. <laughs> yeah, we were the bear. And uh, he's like, yeah, I'm Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah they, they were <laughs> I cursed. I don't know if it's showing up on the mics, but somebody's just blasting heavy metal upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Did someone say Red Indians? <laughs> all, all we can hear in the background while recording this is just... <laughs> oh. Which is funny, because I thought, wasn't it like a Mexican family right above us? No idea. Hey, Mexicans like metal. Yeah, I know, but like, <laughs> I thought more traditionally Mexican. <laughs> Only because there's so many like, little feet that run around up there. Well, were you written by Claremont? <laughs> <laughs> what? Edit that out. <laughs> no, they got a bunch of kids. It's annoying. <laughs> they run around above our office. Not uh, because they're Mexican. What? That's not why they have a lot of kids. You don't know that. Shh. <laughs> they um, could have had that conversation. It's like, hey, we should have a lot of kids from because we're Hispanic. Yeah, my family and every home. family I've been around, that's pretty much the case. <laughs> Your family does have like 58 people. Hey, listen. We're Hispanic. We got to have a lot of kids. Is that uh, how it went? It's, well, I, I can't know that. It's, it went from fucking and not being allowed to use contraception to uh, fucking a lot and uh, contraception being to like use. gay, yeah. <laughs> well, it gets pointed as a uh, as a Mexican thing, but really it's a Catholic thing. Yeah, just a lot of Mexicans are Catholic. And by the way, that's not me saying that condoms are gay. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's like no, no the the like the kind of uh, I'm gonna have to do so much <laughs> editing to this part. No, like what I'm trying to say is it's sort it of sound the cultural the uh, the insensitive cultural consensus is that. Gayness is negative, and then so therefore it's gay. I don't agree with it. Awesome. So, <laughs> um, yeah. I stand by my my question of if you were written by Claremont. <laughs> <laughs> so let's put a bow on this. Let's put it. So they're down. able they're able to save Danny's life, but they're like, and she is super fucked up, paralyzed forever. And then Storm's <laughs> like, I'll see about that. And she uh, yeah, storm shows up, brings a sewer person in, and he's like, "I'll put hands oh, on this." Oh, come chick. on now, hey, a okay. sewer a person? S- yeah. Whoa, that's Whoa. the thing. Whoa, 
assume. No, we've been woeing you this whole time. <laughs> Morlocks are sewer people. You Whoa. know what? I stand by that. Live. They are beneath us it's because they. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know this guy. Because they choose to be. <laughs> Let's calm down, Hitler. They choose Just to live a, in sewers. So everyone knows I don't know this guy. <laughs> he just well, showed up here. You're really trying to get people to social distance you. <laughs> <laughs> Storm brings a Morlock because she's currently leading the Morlocks. Yeah. Because she beat up their leader. She beats yes. up a lot of leaders and takes <laughs> yeah. over teams. And then doesn't lead. And yeah, leads. and then she leaves forever. Like, handle yourselves. You got it. That's like how the Human Torch a lot of times goes to a society that nobody knows about, uh, frees their people, and that inspires them that he's going to be their leader and just goes back home. She got some pretty uh, <laughs> rock and side boob, though, right there in that panel. My phone yes. Let me go back. <laughs> uh, anyway. Come on, you So the dude, uh, the healer guy is all like, you're my leader. I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do when, whenever you say it, Storm. <laughs> and then he leaves. And he's like, all right, Danny, you're all better. And, oh, here are your parents. <laughs> and they're like, hey, Danny, where are your parents? And he's like, I know that. What? I thought you were dead. And they're like, nope. Turns out we were hunting you. We were that bear. It's crazy. <laughs> we didn't want to do it, but we did it. We followed you from the mountains. We wanted to kill you. <laughs> like, it's so weird how, like, like, you read it and it doesn't really sound like there's remorse or regret or anything. Yeah. It just sounds like. Matter of fact, yeah, oh boy, we're so glad you pulled through because we wanted you dead. Yeah, they're, they're, they don't seem a like they're bit. like, oh my God, we're, we're like, we're free of this. It's like they're like, finally. He says, <laughs> like, we were enslaved, transformed into the demon bear. They said, we tried to resist Danny, but we were helpless. Our master enjoyed making us suffer. Our anguish was its pleasure. That's like, he's gone but now. You don't have to keep In all of that, though, they did, like, it out, it's kind of outweighed because they did talk too much about the fact that yeah we were demon bear we were chasing you <laughs> yeah, we, we tried were to get you but we couldn't get you but now that your grandpa died we were on the case <laughs> it's like the worst episode of punk ever because <laughs> that's basically the, the fact that her grandfather was alive is why that the demon bear couldn't leave her hometown or whatever mm -hmm. and since her grandpa died the demon bear was trying to kill her and then xavier shows up and he's like you know what not really my expertise we're going to blame this on Strange. He can deal with this. Yeah. He kind of just pops in out of nowhere to, like, let you know you can't hide anything from him. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm always here. He's like... <laughs> but also not even to take responsibility, because they were attacked by a, yeah. a demon bear. He's like that song while he was police. gone. <laughs> yeah, he, he says he's proud, though. <laughs> That's about it. But he, he did put everything on Strange, because it was twice. He was like... Well, that sounds like a problem for Doctor Strange. Yeah, and then yeah. somebody oh, was yeah, like, oh, they they're like... still Indians. He's like, uh, well, I guess that's another problem for Doctor Strange. <laughs> it's like, he's, he's, and that sounds like that's really going to suck. <laughs> Is he a plastic <laughs> surgeon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A doctor in another sense, though. And, like, did they just get their races changed or are those different people now <laughs> because yeah, it seems the, like they thing. look entirely different yeah. <laughs> yeah it looks like they're different people just, just wearing, wearing their clothes. The clothes yeah and nobody that's not tom 
I'll tell you that. <laughs> that is not, he doesn't even have his mustache. You know what, though? It's fucking hilarious if they wake up, and that is still Tom. <laughs> that is still <laughs> Susan. 90% of Tom's personality was that mustache. You told me that's still Tom without the mustache? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was New Mutants Demon Bear. Yeah, it's crazy. That, that bear, one hell of a demon. It's, uh, demonic. Yeah. What'd you guys think of this book? It was dope. Yeah, I was a fan of it. It was pretty good. I mean, you it's like anything old, right? You got to fucking get through the exposition. Yeah. That's crazy. That's but it was fine because it didn't overstay its welcome. It was three issues and done. It wasn't like like Dark Phoenix is like nine fucking issues. Yeah. Well, a it lot of that Hellfire shit so, so like boring. Because yeah. some of the stuff, like, uh, they did do it once where they have to explain, like, the powers again. Which yeah, I think was we- issue 18. They're like, oh, he does this or she does that it's like we know All right, and they did mutants. that whole panel where it was every single one of them just saying their name like yeah. their full name like go oh, i'm sam i forgot his name and i'm amara iguilla and i'm iliana rasputin oh yeah 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 it's like you who talks like speed that read through that shit yeah but that's that whole around. um you know stanley every comic someone's first comic so you introduce everything and then they just decided to put like recap pages, yeah, <laughs> like up front. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole origin on the front page or on the first page now. So yeah, yeah, that kind of saves it. I try to you know take that stuff with a grain of salt because I do realize that's how they were trying to do it back then. Yeah, but there's something about like again going back to uh, Ilyana and Dormammu, like a lot of what happened between the demon bear and. Uh, magic in that moment and all that exposition you get all of that later on in uncanny without the exposition it's just all set up and you're just like oh dope you know but i don't know it's interesting going back and then reading the exposition being like okay this is the thing that sets up like in the future all this other cool shit so i get it had to be explained somewhere just Everything being explained all the time is exhausting. But other than that, it's a great story. I really enjoyed it. I liked how much stuff tied into just the trailer because we haven't seen the movie yet, obviously. But Yeah, and even if it happens, even the fact that it all takes place at a hospital. Yeah, because they were in the hospital for a lot of this. Different kinds of hospital, but in in a different dimension at one point. Yeah, but that dimension... And the, the fact that it, it looks like even in the trailer that magic is going to do everything. Yeah, like, yeah it Just does. like the book. And, uh, and it looks like Cannonball gets his ass whooped, too. I think uh, he whooped his, himself, to be honest. Probably. That's I think he, he tried to turn I'm and didn't turn. I'm kicking my ass. <laughs> that's, that's where he got the nigh from. Yeah. I'm almost <laughs> near close to being If high. I'm not beating myself up, I'm pretty invulnerable. Yeah. I am just, nigh 100% sure he did that to himself. It's just making me think, though, of that moment at, at uh, X-Men, um, right before Age of X-Men, where they're all fighting X-Men, and he comes from above, just being all cannonball, like, I'm invulnerable, and x man just, like, almost, and then bitch smacks him away. Nigh. <laughs> nigh. <laughs> Near nigh. <laughs> Close to Now I need more Bill Nye. oh so yeah go check out our facebook page our twitter and our instagram everything is at mexmen podcast yeah and the t public 
Yes. And it is not okay to call anyone Reddit Indians. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Claremont should have known better. Which is so weird, right? Because, like, wasn't he the progressive writer? I think he does a good job of writing characters as different people. Oh, so you're you're just saying Rain is super racist. Yeah. Okay. But he is the one who lingered on the the point that it's a problem that they're staying Native American. To be fair, like, nobody was even bitching around that time about there being a team called the Redskins. Yeah, true. Sure. So, like, it, it was only in, like, the last 15 years where we really started. That to was always pretty Native obvious. Americans. <laughs> it's always a pretty obvious problem. Anyway, we got onesies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you need a onesie, you can, you should. Cover your baby skin. Or your, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> From getting red by the sun. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Devin. (laughs) I'm trying to to tie it all together. Don't. (laughs) Uh, We got stickers. We got buttons. We got posters. We got not toilet seats. Tapestries. Skin cancer is a thing. So buy a shirt. (laughs) Buy a shirt to cover you. Uh, That has our logo. Use plastic bags. Buy a tote bag. Yes, (laughs) <laughs> yes, <laughs> especially in these times when you can't waste anything. Yeah, save some sea animals. Buy a tote bag. Because they could become demon sea animals if you don't, and then haunt you. But then you find out it's just your parents, and it's all cool. <laughs> Cut the plastic that comes with a six pack. Up yeah. Uh, cut cut that up so it doesn't get on the face of anything and kill it. Yes. And don't yeah. use straws. Some straws. Yeah, you don't, can use straws. You'd use a straw. They use make a straw. straws that aren't plastic. Yeah, Twizzler straws. Use Twizzler straws. Use a churro. Only buy <laughs> Twizzler straws. <laughs> Put a churro right in your fucking mouth hole. Put a churro <laughs> right in your Budweiser. Yes. You're sick. <laughs> I was thinking you could have said to put a churro in and maybe chocolate milk. I'm like legitimately thinking <laughs> yeah. maybe chocolate milk. Maybe. That sounds good. So yeah, that's for today. I kind of want to drink chocolate that's milk with a churro now. All right. <laughs>